One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, I have one. I'm not even... The debate's tonight starting in a couple hours. I don't even have a prediction. My prediction. I feel bad for me because normally I'm so excited for stuff like this. I guarantee I'll be excited again in the general election debates if they have them. But I feel blah about this debate. My prediction is that uh, that Nikki Haley's going to say some stuff about woman power and how tough, uh, uh, you be know, kick back to in kick heels. some ass and high heels. Yep. Yeah, and it's going to make me some more Sarah Palin hockey mom lipstick stupid thing. And then yeah. and, and and Vivek and Chris will go after each other. <sighs> Hopefully Vivek is freaking vicious to him. And I need Chris Christie to be deported and not incarcerated for the next 100 years. And do you know why? <laughs> Taylor Swift humor. Yes. There was a, a somebody took a picture of him and Jerry Jones in the Cowboys the luxury box or whatever. And said, ooh, who on the Cowboys is Chris Christie dating? So Christie knew, you know, it's a Taylor Swift uh, uh, reference. So right. Christie is smart. So his team said, I was just a guy in the bleachers on Sunday. But after tonight, Trump will know we are never, ever getting back together. Somebody needs to be executed on that campaign staff. They whoever, all do it. Whoever th- no. Do you remember no, when they, they had the Ticketmaster? No, nobody. No, no, no. You can't have... A campaign that's spending this much money that lets some freaking idiot type that. Chris Christie is ostensibly a man. And to go to Taylor's stuff is pathetic anyway. Anyway, it's pathetic anyway. But for him to do... I'm, I'm, I mean, we I, put I her name in our episode Sunday, title but after tonight, night. But after tonight, Trump will know we're never getting back together. Fuck, are you serious? I need half a dozen people to be executed who are involved in that. It, it, so, it makes me so angry... Not because I care. I don't have Taylor uh, phobia or anything. It's it's so low hanging, like stupid dumb, fruit. Yeah. yeah, and dude, it's not for you to be saying that. It's weird. It's cringy. That's like when I tell my daughter I'm going to be marrying Dua Lipa. It's meant to <laughs> make her. You <laughs> You're know, trying to embarrass her. Yes, give her cold shivers of like. Ugh. It's precisely why. Mm-hmm. But I'm not running for anything. I'm just torturing my daughter. <laughs> You're should, not trying to be cool. You're just, right. Oh, it was 
Yeah, but they do all do it. Remember when they had the hearing yes, about I do. the Ticketmaster stuff and they all I'm interrupting you because I don't want you to mention that anymore because it, I have flashbacks to that. And it makes me want to have this war. <laughs> Even Mike Lee was doing it. Who normally I, want, I, Alice, no, I want this country to be nuked. I want Putin to nuke this country and destroy all of us together. Or the FBI publishing don't, Alice, Taylor's Alice, version jokes. Alice, I know. Alice, stop it. I know. Stop it. I would rather talk about the uh, the particulars of the um, the process of giving birth than uh, to talk about this. This is horrific, horrific. Okay, now there are some good things that happened today. Um, I am back on to team. Um, Can we finish talking about the debate because we didn't talk about the debate? No, okay, go ahead. Which is, um. It doesn't feel like it's really happening because nobody is anywhere close to being anywhere near Trump who's not even going. So it feels fake, doesn't it? Yes. Like pointless. Like we're going to argue over who should be in distant, distant, distant second place. I mean, like what could possibly the only thing that can stop Trump from being the nominee is Trump doing something really outrageous. Do you agree? Um, yes. I mean, like, I, I don't see unless unless Trump self-sabotages, which he can do occasionally. He's been known to self-sabotage on occasion. You know, that unless he self-sabotages, like, nothing that happens at this debate is going to matter. Uh, no, the, Trump is not running in a presidential primary. Right. There's no primary happening. He, he is running against the corrupt federal state government biden's in more of a primary than trump um, is and yes, he's not in a primary trump is running i mean what they're doing now so he's got a judge that's ruling in new york that he can't do business anymore that they're going to destroy the trump corporation take it from him it's going to be put into receivership where somebody else is going to have to like divest it all now because they're in an argument over what mar-a-lago is worth Ma- what Mar-a-Lago, which isn't even in new york by the way and <laughs> it's so it, insane. It, right in the other stuff the the valuing of real estate here and there the tax value being different this judge does not seem to know what he's talking about but nobody cares these people are nuts and they're going after them using whatever power they have leticia james is a psychotic this judge is a psychotic the chicken george is a psychotic psychotic this guy and the, the, the prosecutors are so, these people are nuts and they are barely hiding it it's it's incredible that if the media did care to just show people but people are seeing this now wait a second so you have to take the thing from the guy now oh, because you're mad because they hurt your feelings you got to take my pillow from michael lindell that his thing so now you got to take the trump stuff from him so that you can point to it and say look he lost all his businesses no, no, you lost him his businesses. I know. Because you guys are freaking bullies. There's It, it has got to be Trump more than ever now. These people, these are corrupt, pernicious people. And I think that uh, everyday Americans, uh, it, it's funny, people act like as if there are policy issues anymore. There are no policy issues. There right. aren't. If Trump wins the presidency, he's going to jack up the debt, go to lunch and ribbon cuttings, it's going to be tank parades again, and... But we'll be energy independent, and all of the craziness will leave, and the stupid rainbow flags will leave, and the st- freaking pretending admirals who are women, who are men, are like the first women. All that's gone too, and culturally push back on that stuff, and the, the insanity needs to stop. And you need to deregulate and leave companies to frig alone, so we can try to be America again. And for them to be to trying to destroy this guy. It is very clear that four months ago, both you and I were over Trump. 
and into DeSantis. Mm-hmm. They have radicalized us. And we were not, we were somebody, well, we weren't going to be Nikki Haley, but certainly looking at DeSantis. And, I, you know, this is not about really even Trump anymore. Well, right. And it's not like I wouldn't be happy with a DeSantis presidency because I absolutely would. But at this point, like, regardless of what I personally would like to see happen, there's just not really a race happening on the Republican side anymore. And so pretending like we're going to go watch a debate, like it's going to somehow change this non-existent presidential race that's like not really happening. And I mean, like, there's so many excuses flying around. Oh, nobody's even voted yet. You'll see once XYZ happens, you know, people are going to do better in the early primary states than it looks like. Trump's lead is only building right now. So, I mean, like, I haven't seen it go anything but up. So at this point, like, um, barring some extreme circumstance, I think he's the nominee. Like, I I don't see what else happens. And I would think some of these people... I mean, I don't know who's funding well, these campaigns to keep going when there's no point. But well, I would I mean, think we're going to start to see some people drop out post this debate because, I mean, like, unless something crazy happens there, I don't. I mean, that's what this is. This, this is the uh, it, these are the contingency candidates. This is. Yeah. If Trump gets assassinated, then I'm waiting in the wings. Right. Candidates. Or if and, somehow like, he's when he's incarcerated, somehow the cameras all break and he's hung himself. Right. That's. I mean, yeah, so I I don't see, like, who's funding these campaigns to keep going like this at this point in time when we're only a few months away from Iowa and it's looking like Trump is going to have a decisive lead, like, everywhere. Right. I mean, is anybody else going to get a delegate? I don't even know the answer to that. It seems like... I- I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I'm obviously not great at predicting the future, but I, I don't... I don't feel like a compelling, like, oh, my gosh, tonight I have to go watch the debate so that I can see what's going to happen in the presidential race because it's not going to impact anything. Yes. Meanwhile, the, plus, country, the country plus, is coming apart. Plus, one sec. It's okay. happening at 9 p.m. Eastern. Well, they're at the freaking stupid Reagan library for some freaking reason so they can, so they can do the the B-roll of uh, the plane, the old Air Force One hanging in the lobby. It's, I'm so sick of the Reagan library. I like Ronald Reagan very much. And then, uh, the, Oh, I'm so. I'm- but I like. I mean, to ask most pundity people are on the East Coast generally. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, are they, they, you're doing, I'll record you're, it. You're but I a like nod to California because they're there. No, I mean I know, but it's like it. I I just feel like even the last one. I feel like there was kind of some buzz happening for the August one. Will Trump show up? Won't he? What will happen without him there? Is it going to hurt him to not be there? Like now we've kind of answered those questions. He's not going to go. It's going to help him to not be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other candidates are going to hit at each other and nothing's really going to happen from it. They're going to switch around spots in the between, you know, zero and 15 points. So who's going to even be at this one? I don't even know. Who's qualified for this one? It's a little bit less, right? Have we spared ourselves Doug Burgum and Asa Hutchinson this time at least? Um, I think they made the polling threshold a tiny bit higher. Oh, it is freaking Doug Burgum's going to be there. Oh, Ugh. how? How did he qualify? I don't understand. Oh, God. Doug Burgum, Tim Scott, Christie, Pence, um, the, the chick. 
Vivek okay. and Sanctimonious. Okay, so we lost Asa. Is that the only one we're down? I guess so. I mean, there was some obscure dude, right? Who was at the last debate, though, I mean? Uh, maybe not. So it was the only person that we don't have for tonight that we had last Asa. time, Asa Hutchinson, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. <sighs> meanwhile, last night, I mean, th- this is why, one of the reasons why, why not only is this the deep state in the, the, the administrative state, state, state trying to kill their political opponent, who's got 70 million voters supporting him mm-hmm. in this country, who's as legitimate a candidate as anybody else has ever been. And as a matter of fact, is more legitimate than this guy right now in office, Joe Biden, who, by the way, they found more stuff on him and Hunter getting money sent to uh, Biden's Delaware house at the time when, from China, meanwhile, Hunter is working, has a co uh, has a company together merged with the Chinese banking company and sharing mm-hmm. an office. Well, yeah. And did you see, I think I sent us this tweet where I forgot who it is, but somebody was saying like, oh, come on. Like, imagine if an adult child during COVID was living at their parents' house and their paychecks were getting sent there and somebody implied that like your parents were also employed at the company. How ridiculous would that be? Like, as though that's a legitimate comparison. Obviously, it's not because Hunter Biden's whole business model is just trading on his dad's name. Well, right. So there's no comparison at all. Also, Hunter's not like a 20-something who moved in with his parents during COVID, by the way. And listen to this. Hunter's an adult. This is um, Ian Sams said this, who's a White House spokesman for oversight and investigations, special assistant to the president, senior advisor to White House counsel's office. Um. That's what he's saying. Imagine arguing if someone stayed at their parents' house during the pandemic and listed it as their address for work and got a paycheck. Their parents somehow also worked for the employer. It's bananas. That's what extreme house Republicans have sunk into. I mean, excuse me? Hunter's not like a 20-something who's staying with no, his right. parents in during the, the pandemic. In, in the, he's supposedly a highly successful international lawyer who's doing this completely on his own and not... Um, with involved with his dad in any way, correct? Right, and this grift, now we know, has been going on for quite a while, and some great unearthed um, video from 2008 shows Tom Brokaw asking questions about this. I don't even remember having remember having seen this at the time, but this is here, 2008. Uh, your son being hired right out of war. Sorry. Delaware. That is in the credit card business, MBNA. They started uh, your son being hired right out of law school by a big company here in uh, Delaware that is in the credit card business, MBNA. They, he got about $100,000 a year, as I recall. Uh, you received $214,000 in campaign contributions from the company and from its employees. Uh, at the same time, you were fighting for a bankruptcy bill that uh, MBNA really wanted to get passed through the Senate, making it much tougher for everyone to file bankruptcy. Uh, Senator Obama was opposed to the bill. Among other things, uh, you couldn't, in fact, claim that you had a problem because of big medical bills. Uh, You voted against uh, an amendment that would call uh, for a warning on predatory lending. Um, You also called for... Oh, um, you opposed efforts to strengthen the protection 
of people in bankruptcy. This has been an issue that you've heard about before. Uh, your son was working for the company at the, at the same time. In retrospect, wasn't it inappropriate for someone like you in the middle of all this to have your son collecting money from this big credit card company while you were on the floor protecting its interest? Absolutely not. My son graduated from Yale Law School. The starting salary in Wall Street is $140,000 a year if he went to lawyer. Options he had. He came home to work for a bank. Surprise, surprise. That is the sound of a crook. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How I can't even believe it. My goodness, that you'd even suggest such a thing. Such a thing. I have a an old friend who, who um, his his wife accused him of getting a hooker at a bachelor party. Okay. Which of course he did. Um, and she said, she said, I've heard from whatever was that you actually you actually were with one of those hookers at the bachelor party. My friend started with. What's a hooker? <laughs> Before that's where he put, put the ball, spotted the ball on the negative five hundred yard line. It said, "Wait a second." What I do hope you, mean? you tell me offline which friend. I this will is. tell you. <laughs> okay. What's a hook? And then it went to wait a second. And the more she told him about what a hooker was, the more he feigned outrage that she would even, oh, in these in our our house, suggesting. As he gave uh-huh. a, a theatric performance of the of the, for the ages, but it is it was it's absolutely it's absolutely I mean this guy is a freaking crook and it's uh, funny. Your son, sorry, we have not right had like a single time by a big company here. We've not in, had a single uh, Delaware occasion that is in the credit card business. MBNA. They, okay. He got about a hundred thousand dollars right out of law school. I'm gonna fucking throw this thing in a second. It doesn't. Okay, okay. Go to bed now. <laughs> okay. Um. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is all, it, it's sort of coming to a head with the Hunter stuff and the Joe Biden stuff with the classified documents. I mean, ABC had this breaking news story yesterday um, that the federal probe into Biden's handling of classified documents has grown into a sprawling investigation. They've interviewed a ton of people, including Secretary Blinken and all these, they're you know, tr- they're s- trying to make it that they're doing this big, huge investigation yes. and that... You know, which part of me thinks they're just going to, it's all going to be a nothing burger and then they're going to go like, oh, see, we looked into it so hard. We investigated everything mm-hmm. about it as like a pretense of fairness. And so that then yes, they can come yes. back. And so say, we're not just screwing Trump. We tried to screw Biden too. We, so. There's just nothing there. Right. There's nothing there. We did a huge investigation. There's nothing there. But also like, it's possible they could be looking for an out here. To tell Joe, okay, listen. Yeah, like enough with the hunter stuff and stop. the classified document stuff, and the, let's just like call it a night here. You saved the country from Trump in 2020. That's Good right. job. You're a hero. That's nice. Now, like, beat it and let Gavin Newsom come in or whatever. Well, right, and that that that's the move too. You would say, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Joe, you're talking to us now. We're on your side. We all know where this all leads. Mm-hmm. You've done very well with your M. Senate career. Yeah. Plus, they can promise him that Gavin Newsom or whoever will pardon him. Of course. I mean, of course. And Hunter. And make sure that nobody is. And how is the media taking this stuff? This is an exchange between Ways and Means uh, Chair Jason Smith and an NBC reporter. Questions? Yes. Mr. Chairman, a uh, uh, question just about the timing of all of this. Uh, when you're talking about a two tiered system of justice, 
if I'm not mistaken, August 7th, 2020, Bill Barr was the Attorney General and Donald Trump was the President. So explain to me where the two-tiered system of justice comes into play. And then the WhatsApp message you have, I believe is dated June 6, 2017, Joe Biden is not vice president or even a candidate for president at that time. So where is the direct connection to some sort of criminal malfeasance within these two pieces of evidence? Well, I think the facts speak for themselves. There's over 700 pages of examples of where people should be very concerned. When you're talking about um, uh, the what was your first question? The timing of this is August 7th, 2020. Bill Barr is the attorney. Oh. Donald Trump's the president. Yeah, and Leslie Wolf is a career employee. She was not a political appointee, and she was the one obstructing the investigation. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. It's about what we were talking we to, to earlier make- about it's the new stuff today saying that they had uh, – Here's it. The OJ ordered Hunter Biden investigators to remove any reference to Joe Biden in Farrah probe warrant. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound shady at all, right? Just make sure you yeah. remove freaking corrupt SOBs, every last one of these effers. Make sure that the Department of Justice works for all people and doesn't treat those who are politically connected or wealthy much differently. And unfortunately, we have several examples that came forward by the two IRS whistleblowers that proves that people are treated differently because they're politically connected. You suggested that Donald, Joe Biden being the president now is unfairly treating Donald Trump in his indictments? What I'm talking about is a 700 pages that we have before us, which is all the information that came from the IRS whistleblowers, and that's what we're releasing right now. And I'll tell you, I would encourage everyone in this room to look at those 700 pages. If you think it's okay with what's in it, then we live on two different planets. Can you explain the timing then of the August 6th WhatsApp message? Why is that evidence of some wrongdoing? I'm not an expert on the timeline. I would love to have... um, President Biden and his family to tell us about all the timelines, because it's really, really uh, unfortunate that we see so many meetings and so many phone calls uh, that involved uh, around official activity that the vice president has been participating in. And then big sums of money follows later through or the vice president at that time. Where where's the wrongdoing? He wasn't even a candidate for president. No, and he wasn't. He was a connected to politics in any way or wielding any soft power or you know i mean right like the whole thing is stupid by the way the bidens aren't saying that the message isn't real or something they're not using this excuse (laughs) saying i wasn't even a candidate at the time they're saying that oh none of this ever happened joe never got any money none of this ever happened so they're not using this defense that the reporters is bringing yeah where's the wrongdoing he wasn't even a candidate for president he was a candidate in, on, in, in 2020 he certainly was so apparently uh apparently what source are you with i'm with nbc so apparently you'll never believe us um believe but that's i'm asking you a very direct question you presented a piece of evidence that you say came on august 6 2017 that demonstrates that Joe Biden was using political influence to help his son. Which he wasn't a political figure at that time. The first WhatsApp message you put up, where, is it, where you talk about the brand, and I'm not. I, I'm here. I'm. My- he's he's a political figure. Uh, in between being the VP and four years being in Washington D.C., including mm-hmm. being in business Washington D.C., he's certainly a political figure. He's maybe unelected at that moment, but he sure as hell is a political figure. Well, yeah, and I mean the only reason he wasn't a candidate in 2016 is because of Bo Biden 
Or, well, no. It was because the they, they weren't going to run that moron. Yeah. The deal was is that Hillary gets to go next. I'm completely open-minded about this. I'm asking you specifically, how does that demonstrate that there's some sort of political influence being put over him if at that time he is not a political, he's not an elected official? Yeah, and why did pin. the Clinton Foundation exist in between when Hillary Clinton was right. Secretary of State and when she wasn't president? And then why right. did it cease to exist once she ran for president and lost? Like, Right, and that's because why these... you can peddle influence, including future influence. Because the assumption is that this person is going to be in a position of power and that they still are buddies with all the people in positions of power. You know, it, the whole thing is so ridiculous. And like, we all know that this is how this stuff works with this revolving door between politicians and lobbyists and foreign interests and everybody else. And it's so gross. And like, I don't, I don't know if the problem here's is Leslie Wolf, who they're talking about so widespread. Who, here's the email as a priority. Someone needs to redraft attachment B. I'm not sure what this is cut and pasted from, uh, but other than the attribution, location, and identity stuff at the end, none of it is appropriate within the scope of the warrant. Please focus on fair evidence only. There should be nothing about political figure one in here. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like I said, I'm bad at predicting the future, but all right, like, I don't... This is why we're going to have Trump as the nominee and maybe as president again you know, is because of stuff like this, is because of the career politicians doing stuff like this. Can we talk, um, can we switch gears a yes. little? Yes, how much time and do we have? We have... Okay, it's 20, okay, it's 24, 30, 30, another, another 10 of... Stuff and then the chat chat? Yes. Okay, because I want to talk about Jennifer Lawrence, who was just at the Dior fashion show at mm -hmm. Paris Fashion Week, and looks horrifying. Like, she her body looks fine and normal mm -hmm. and she's dressed well and she has nice makeup and her hair looks good and everything but she has done something to her face which is not great no she has taken all of the um uniqueness of her own uh, attractiveness mm -hmm. out and stuffed it with collagen or or just bone it looks like shaving. some kind of fillers or something but like and she's she's unrecognizable she looks like a very generic clone, a bad, she doesn't look like Jennifer Lawrence. She looks like somebody else, a clone of a, some uh, Hollywood person mm -hmm. who well, looks like I everybody else now. And I don't mean this in a way like, like she doesn't just, you know, look. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
like she got chubbier or something mm-hmm. like because i can't talk about that i'm pregnant and i'm like the puffiest i've ever been in my life right now she but, looks far less attractive but or, uh, but this is something intentional that was definitely done to her face including probably like lip fillers and some yes. kind of stuff like so, with her eyes and what, but like let me ask but it's you. really bad and i don't understand why like women do this to their face can, can i ask you something going mm-hmm. along the lines of like the uh, MLK statue in Boston, which is really yeah. this big penis, and then um, of the of the stupid paintings of the Obamas, which is him in the bushes and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're building more and more things that are ugly and stupid, and we're doing things that are just ugly and stupid, and the, the, you know, like there are p- people talking to kids who have had their breasts removed, showing the breast scars and stuff, and we're doing this on purpose. In the same way, um, in the same way, you've got. Is this come from the same place of making everything ugly? In other words, like when you used to have a twenty-five-year-old woman who like balloons up in weight and then chops her hair short, stop wear, stops wearing makeup, cuts her hair, uh, colors her hair or orange, gets a bunch of nose rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is that this, but just in a different way, because Jennifer Lawrence obviously decided she hated herself. Yeah, I mean, it feels like that. And it feels like that, you know, I obviously we're raising a daughter and I've talked to her about this stuff like really openly, like looked at the before and after pictures of the Kardashians faces and stuff, which obviously for some of them more than others, but like especially for like Khloe Kardashian seems to be coming from such a place of deep self-hatred. Yes. Where it's like you've now just grafted a completely different person's face onto your face. And, like, it's bizarre, like, how much, like, it has to come from a place of really being unhappy with how you look or something. Yes. But, like, I don't, it is not worth not having some lines around your eyes to come out looking like that because she, Jennifer Lawrence, who's one of, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful people in Hollywood is, like, she looks like Donatella Versace now. Like, yeah, she looks, looks she's scary. She, she and got the I, look. It, it's, or, I mean, like, and honestly, I think. I do think that part of it is this sort of like this facial surgery aesthetic. And I think part of it has been popularized by some trans people. Like, look at Dylan Mulvaney's had face surgery. Um, what's the one who's on Orange is the New Black, who is really popular? Um, oh, I forget. Anyway, but like she's clearly had a bunch of face surgery. There is like an and And I mean, the Kardashians, too, before you even get to, you know, Bruce Jenner's facial plastic surgery like all them there's like a very specific like plastic surgery face aesthetic that does not look very feminine among other problems with no so does this mean that and i feel like it's a weird like a weird blending of you know of masculine and feminine traits that's like not attractive and not feminine and and that like making women feel like they don't look good unless they look like this is so weird because it yeah. looks bad yes specifically well, bad. The, the only people who look i mean the only people who look like this are the people who spend the millions or hundreds of thousands for these surgeries for these cosmetic makeovers for these facelifts mm-hmm. that's the only people and so is it some kind of i don't even know what it is is it it's 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 awful is what it is it's tragic jennifer lawrence looked uniquely cute because she looked uniquely cute 
And because she didn't look like everybody else. It was the fact that... Right, and she would be a uniquely pretty middle-aged woman and a uniquely pretty old woman, She just was. She just did an interview like four months ago, and she she was fine. She was losing her mind. Maybe that's what it was. She just had a kid. I, I don't... I don't... I don't get it. I, I don't... I, I just simply don't get it. I get, like, if a woman wanted to have, like, her breast done or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know... But, or in the, even, like, some face work. It can be done... But this thing that's just boring out anything but but generic stuff, it's like, that's too bad. It's like, we've lost two of the uniquely really pu- pretty and lovely people in the last, like, six years. Wait, her and who else? Juno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who was, like, just lovely, and now is just... Mm -hmm. Also, I think, coming from a place of extreme unhappiness. Yeah, I guess so. And self-hatred, because I don't understand how you can look like that and have all the money and stuff in the world and, like, look in the mirror every day and hate yourself that much to do that to yourself. Either thing. Yeah, I, I, I... All, like... Since I don't know, I'm like, is this all just psychotropic medicine? Is this what doing? Is this what it ha- what happens when you've got? I mean, I also years think in? there's a lot of toxic people in Hollywood. Look at the stuff that like Kanye West posted about, you know, that like trainer guy demanding that he right. be committed and all this stuff, or he'd never see his kids again and whatever. I think Hollywood, like lots of like the trainers and the talent agents and the managers and like, I think there's a lot of people around you telling you you have to do certain things and look a certain way i mean like i know that for people who think they want to get into like instagram influencing or whatever like it's a bare minimum that you're getting fillers and stuff in your face and getting like you know laser treatments for hair removal and tanning every day and i mean like it's the amount of stuff that you're like forced to do to feel like you're not totally disgusting is like crazy and it, you know, the thing is, is that it looks awful. Like even, even, and I've worked with men who have this, like men who are in their late fifties and sixties who are, who dye their hair, and it looks stupid. It looks artificially dyed hair for on men almost always looks like an absolute dye job, and then they get these big white teeth, and it's like. What are you? You look like some kind of douchebag, man. Just look like a person. That, <laughs> I, I mean, well, to me, I, I had a, a boss a couple years ago who was in his 60s and had dyed hair and had the, the teeth thing and, like, used to act, pretend like, act, act like a hard guy. And I'm thinking, like, how, what must be the freaking conflict going on in your freaking... I do want the teeth. I do want TV announcer teeth. <sighs> I also think that there's a difference between guys, like... I, I and my good friend Kirk Minahan, who I'm not going to be able to see this Saturday because I can't believe tickets are 100 bucks. Um, are, he just tweeted, by the way, there's an issue with the live show. Really? I don't know what's up. Maybe I can sneak in. Maybe it's a hole in the fence. Um, but but we agree that that men who dye their hair at a certain age are insane. You'd have to be insane. Hmm. Um, but okay, that's enough on J-Law. I mean, it's too bad because she, I mean, she's... But I'm sad, yeah, because I think she's really pretty. She just had a baby. Like, why? Why do that to your face? It's such an important part of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. Or look at, um, what's that model? Um... Linda Evangelista is that the one who yeah, had yeah. the procedure done that was messed up yes. and now she looks dumpy and fat. Yep. 
like and she's acting like she's the elephant man and they're taking pictures of her with like every inch of her body covered except like a small opening where her face is like i you know we don't have to act like you know not looking like a perfect 21 year old hollywood star forever is like some tragedy that befalls people you can also just look fine is it possible that that being a celebrity and having people fawn on you a note on you and in loving so much all of the attention is it possible possible that it makes you super insecure about where you are because you know you don't deserve that you know you don't deserve people treating you like your cleopatra you know prostrating themselves in front of you all the time and all this loving attention you know you don't deserve all the adulation you get for these great magazine covers which don't look a whole lot like you really they're touched up Mm -hmm. brilliantly you know you don't deserve that and you know that you're occupying special positions and then you look at the new the young kids coming up the girls who are 21 Mm -hmm. who are so pretty yes and say i have to compete with that i mean look at madonna yeah. Madonna was an interesting oh looking gosh. lady at one point in time. Now she's Skeletor. It's like crazy. Oh my gosh, yeah. She looks scary. Yeah, but I mean, Madonna's also like, what, 60, 70? I don't yeah, even yeah. know. But she's like, she went a long time looking like a relatively normal person. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is 33. But you know what the big, biggest... Why do you have to destroy your face when you're 33? The biggest... It's like the flip side yeah. of the coin of the Pearl Davis saying everyone over 35 is ugly or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's like some panic that hits people somehow like in their 30s, I guess, that they don't look the same as they did when they were 20. That's why the biggest con of all time, I mean, I have to like give it to guys 100 years ago, was putting it in stone in the Western beauty standards that men aging is attractive. Yeah. Whoever pulled that one off is is just great. Is great. So I can get gray hair and get more, um, uh, you know, wrinkles and say this and that. And somehow I've done something noble to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at him deteriorate handsomely. I mean, what a good <laughs> ruse that is. But the truth is that women also. I I mean I think women do look less attractive to men as they age past prime childbearing years um on average in in eye-catching hotness yeah yeah on average in eye-catching hotness i disagree with pearl saying there's no one attractive over age 35 that's an insane thing to say but that being said um you know i think it's true that women do get less attractive but but and this is a huge caveat women over 35 or over 40 or even over 50 or 60 look way better looking normal than whatever Jennifer Lawrence just did to her face. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. So let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Could a part of this be that women always hide their own faces? I mean, you look totally different without makeup than you do with makeup. Yeah, I mean, and I'd say that's I, and, true. I mean, you look younger without makeup. And you, you think like, so? <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. And in I and I have I like all 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 sorts of different looks. For me, your my favorite look of you is the day after. So your makeup is like if mostly gone. If I sleep gone. in my makeup, yeah, yeah. And so like it's just kind of like it was. It's old. Like that's my favorite 
my favorite one, or or the it depends. You have all sorts of looks, but they're two different looks. Oh yeah. And I think with a lot of blonde women, it's absolutely. Oh yeah, the paler you are, the m- right. more you need makeup to look normal. Right. And if somebody, if you were going to the office every day, they'd see somebody different than I see. I see that person too, but I also see other people. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it possible that that's that because women are like falsifying? Like, all the time? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely on a continuum, right? It's. And by the way, the falsifying, here's the problem, is that it works. Oh, yeah. It's like... Oh, yeah. It, all you have to see is the way guys comment if somebody who's normally, like, on YouTube or Instagram with a bunch of makeup mm-hmm. on um, is in some photo or something without it, then there's... A whole bunch of comments immediately saying she's catfishing and this and that and other stuff and all this. Oh, and- well, totally. But I also think that guys, and really until we were together, I kind of always assumed that it, that women around me in girlfriends I really didn't wear makeup. Yeah, no, but, I know. But if they- you only see women in makeup, then you think they're not wearing makeup. R- and right. guys, like... Guys are so fooled by makeup, it boggles my yeah. mind. There used to be a girl who was a lifeguard with me in the Boston Sports Club who wore these absurd color contacts. I mean, they were like yeah. they were like bright aqua. They were an insane color that no natural yeah. eye on planet Earth has ever been. And like guys always were talking about what incredible eyes she had. Yeah. And I was like, do you not see that they're contact are you serious? No, me and, me and they're and like my- they're like, what contact? That's a thing. Like, and like my, my, obviously completely fake. It's so what funny you, you said that else. My cousin, my cousin, um, it, who's in the Carolinas now, she had a friend 25 years ago, um, even in the late 80s, mm-hmm. who had these incredible aqua green eyes. And we were, me and my brother were always like, incredible. Have <laughs> you noticed those? We never thought until like maybe she told us like 10 years ago. Yeah, those colored contacts. We're like, huh? <laughs> I know. Like, or like even like fake eyelashes and stuff guys are like right. what, they, they're like they don't i don't understand why they don't see that it's all completely fake but yeah no i mean the that's a constant thing that i've observed that men think women are wearing no makeup when they're wearing like a metric ton of makeup yeah no there's <laughs> it's no doubt really dumb. It's, but but it's interesting how that works like that i, I don't think huh, i would like to go into the deep dive on when makeup became a huge thing it's probably a hundred years ago i assume I assume I can't. Well, yeah, I mean, in the, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I'd say in the early um, 20th century, probably. I mean, it always kind of, but definitely in the 19th century, there's people I'm sure who know a lot more about this than me, but like, you certainly wouldn't, like, in the time of any Jane Austen books, no women would wear makeup unless you were like a hooker or an actress, which were almost the same level of society. <laughs> Still are. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but it de- like, but by Coco Chanel time, which is what, like the 30s, you had women doing lipstick and stuff. So at least so, you know, that it existed by then to what degree I think varied. But, you know, um, I just want to play one thing from the rioters in Philadelphia last night. Okay. This is them destroying a Lululemon. And you're going to hear the cops pull up. <laughs> <laughs> right now they're destroying Uh-oh. Lululemon and they're all laughing. Uh-oh. You hear her? Uh-oh. Then the cops come. Uh-oh. Die! Now the cops Die. are there. First she's laughing. Die. 
That's, oh my God. Sweet Sally. Now some Sally. of the people stealing stuff are being tackled by cops and they're screaming like victims. Sally. Okay, don't touch him. Oh my God, record this. Record this, record this. These people feel entitled to they're allowed destroy you to rob stuff Lululemon. and rob Lululemon. And now they're all saying record this so that they can mm-hmm. hopefully get a George Floyd thing going here again. Yeah. Because got, they have the right to do that. Yes. And the left tells them they have the right to do that. And we've got a broken freaking society. Yeah. And it ain't pretty. And so, congratulations. Yeah. Lefties. And Target's announced they're closing a bunch of stores. CVS has announced they're closing a bunch of stores. I mean, the list goes on. It's not. There's not going to be stores soon. Right. So that's fine. That's great. What is Nicely the heated sauce, everyone. Alice? That is uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They, of course, bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, um, where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. BB. Burn barrel. Paul in the car. Paul in the car. Recollecting or recollecting my thoughts. Hey, guys. Paul in the car. Hey, Paul. Uh, I'm an episode, I believe, behind, but the, the episode with the Joe Rogan cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where he's talking about Trump and how nobody's going to beat him. Uh, and he goes on to say a few other things, one of which was how, you know, the mayor of New York City and others that are, you know, blue and dem leaning uh, are recollecting their thoughts. It was interesting the way he put that, but it recollecting their thoughts on being a sanctuary city and all these illegal immigrants coming to their, you know, backyard. Um, again, I, I love Joe, but he got this part wrong. Um, I paused the episode, so I don't know if you ended up covering it or not, but it, it, he's not rethinking. The mayor of New York City's not rethinking his thought. He's saying, you know, just get them the hell out of here. Yeah. 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 And or give us here. And or give us lots of federal aid because that's really what these like what our governor here mass and all these other people right. want is they want to start all brand new entitlements for all the illegal immigrants that are coming here. Right. The anywhere anywhere but here uh right. works position is what he was saying. Exactly. I'll let Martha's said. Vineyard you know, send them to where Paul and Tom and Alice live. Yes. Just get them out of my backyard. So I just thought that was comical in a sense that Joe missed that but typical lefties thanks Paul it's a good point but I definitely think that Rogan was right in the sense that they're certainly panicking oh yeah they're suddenly running out of resources and like holy hell but that is I mean the fact that they want them elsewhere considering they are sanctuary cities considering they did summon them in and say come on is kind of um, totally and utterly uh, delicious because Mm -hmm. These people, you had just last year, um, Kathy Hochul was saying, yeah, come on, come on here. We're going to take care of you. Come on here. Come on here. And to see this, like, just smash them like this is, um, it's very gratifying for, when you're somebody like me, Alice, is what I'm saying. Go ahead. You were saying something? No, you go ahead. Okay. Next message. All right. Hold on. Anonymous. I heard that Minahan is doing some contest where individuals may be selected to get a show done anywhere of their choosing. Let's play the hypothetical mm-hmm. that you guys won. Ooh. Could you imagine Minahan walking into your house or going someplace of your choosing? And if so, what would that look like? 
Well, I, I can't speak for Tom, but I would release Kirk from that because I don't think Kirk. I think he would quit the show probably <laughs> and, and I, just go into the sunset. I would sunset. not hold him to that. That's fine. Go into the sunset. It'd be nice to have him around here somewhere, though. Uh, I don't think he wants to be around yes, here. Yes, he does. Who wouldn't want to be around here? I, like the, mm-hmm. the place with the bleachers. What's that called? The, up in uh, Salisbury near uh, Five Dragons? What's, with it's the called bleachers? bleachers or something. The bar, the, where the sports bar we've been to, we had video games. Near Five Dragons? Come on, else. You can do this. Oh, Winner's Circle. Winner's Circle. That's where I'd have it. Absolutely. Okay. All for it. Swifty from Merrimack. Okay. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Steve. A couple things related to today's discussion of uh, Taylor Swift. Hmm. Tom chose to quote uh, the whole <laughs> Sean Davis. <laughs> what? Uh, about Swift saying, quote, Taylor Swift is dumb and her music sucks, unquote. Right. Now, neither of those statements are true. Wait a second. I didn't endorse what Sean Davis said. I do like Sean Davis. But I agree that neither of those things are true. She's definitely not dumb. If you think her political opinions are dumb. That's true. That's oh, wait, that's what I said. That's what yeah. I meant. Well, she's dumb. Yes, yeah, she is dumb. Well, her political opinions are dumb. But well, okay, that's she's fine. clearly not dumb for like the music business. Okay. I don't know what else she's not dumb at, but she was dumb in that video where she's with her parents talking about how mean uh, the Republicans were. Like, remove her political opinions mm-hmm. from the conversation. Mm-hmm. She is an incredibly shrewd businesswoman. Yes. And more importantly, she doesn't take from anybody. That uh, that guy, Scooter Braun or whatever. I'm a Scooter is, guy. I'm on Team Scooter. No. Who basically is, you know, tried to rip her off. He gave her in advance. She got paid to the no. company. And then she wanted the she wanted the, the rights back. But no, she didn't want Steve. the rights back. She wanted the opportunity to buy them for the same price, and he wouldn't no, allow her and sold would, them to George would, Soros instead. I wouldn't allow her either. No way. I Why want wouldn't them. you let her buy her rights? F her, dude. That was the pl- that was the plan. What is this? Jesus, Steve is Alan Alda. She wanted in, to in buy her own masters. Merrimack. Well, now he's effed because yeah, because she's she, doing her. I know. Okay, you got him. I'm only sticking to the old versions of everything. With her uh, from her early album sales, I mean, she basically said, "Bleep you, bleepster." Uh, ordered her her, Jesus, her Steve, people. Steve Perez Hilton uh, from Merrimack to not buy any of those records, and she's re-recording all of her I know early she catalogs. Is. Uh, from which she gets to keep basically 100%. Steve from Merrimack and my 12-year-old daughter share the exact same policies when it comes to Taylor Swift. I've only heard this from my Sally before. In the province. That doesn't sound dumb to me. That sounds crazy like a fox. Um, and It was petty, what she did. You know, the other no. thing, her music sucks. It's just not true. Even- I, I, Sean Davis said that. I, I am... I am non-committal when it comes to her music. I think it's it makes the women in my house happy. So that's all I know. <laughs> I like some of her music. I'm I'm learning a lot about you today, Steve. And I'm about 25 years outside the age range. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a pretty good songwriter. Jesus, he's about to come out on this message. She's so, the greatest uh, American songwriter alive. Hmm. Greatest American songwriter. Or alive. I'd even go greatest living songwriter. Just throw it out there. John Lennon's dead, so. He's we, not an American. Well, that's uh, why uh, I said. We will take this up in the next. Okay. Uh, you can't say this in the last. Well, you minute. know, I don't know what, uh, you know, I don't know what Sean Davis is listening to. Probably the four freshmen and the, the three <laughs> do's and a don't. 
<laughs> but um, the other thing too is, Tom. Yes. Let me just get to get this straight. Get you on the record. Taylor Swift is she's not attractive. I don't think she's attractive. not he at all. He doesn't find her. Mark. I like her. Mark. She looks like a um. What do I think? Chipmunk. Yeah, chipmunk. That's fine. Chipmunks are an attractive animal. <laughs> I'm at war with the chipmunks. Maybe that's what it is. Question mark? Well, I mean, Steve, I come from a time, and so do you, when Susanna Hoffs was the uh, standard bearer for attractive pop star, okay? She's no Susanna Hoffs. Thank you. I mean, she's got an overbite, right? Yes. Okay. Which I find cute, a la Rosanna Arquette, also much more attractive than Taylor Swift. She's the Freddie Mercury of... of uh, <laughs> I don't of, know uh, about that. You know, female musicians. I, I don't know To say she's that. not pretty or attractive, eh. it's just nuts. Eh. Uh, you know, this coming from uh, the guy who thinks that uh, Rochelle Walensky yeah. is attractive. She does, and- she's got a smoldering <laughs> thing. I'm sorry about that. God almighty. Rochelle Walensky could have played linebacker for the 1970s <laughs> Rams. Son okay? of a- Thank you. How dare you, Thanks, Steve. Steve. That is uh, Thanks, Steve. not acceptable. I appreciate the Taylor Swift defense. I do. I like it. Remember to bring that topic up tomorrow again. Greatest living songwriter. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so if you want to join us for that tomorrow, you can do that. Um, the live stream you can find at patreon.com slash burn barrel if you want to support the show that way. You can also, of course, always listen for free. Um, burnbarrelpodcast.com has links to all different places to listen. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble, all fun Say places like that. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manis and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.